John chapter 13. I'm going to start with verse 1. Now before the feast of Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put in the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from, the, from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and, taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the feet, the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? And Jesus answered him, What I'm doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. And Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, If I do not wash your feet, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, The one who is bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. You are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. And that was why he said, Not all of you are clean. And when he had washed their feet, put on his garments, and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do just as I have done to you. Truly I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, Blessed are you if you do them. For I am not speaking of all of you, for I know whom I have chosen, but the scriptures will be fulfilled. He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. And I am telling you this now before it takes place, that when it does take place, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly, I say to you, Whoever receives the one I send receives me. Whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. It's interesting because this idea of foot washing, I mean, this is it. That's all the scripture that pertains to it. But I happen to think this is huge. Much bigger than probably in the church we have made it out to be. When we, if you take these scriptures that I've read and expand out to all that was going on at the Last Supper, the boys were all arguing over who was going to be the greatest, who got to sit where. They were already so captivated by the, uh, the prophetic scriptures of Daniel and other places that when Messiah comes, Messiah is going to liberate Israel, is going to establish the kingdom, 
an earthly kingdom with a king. He's going to establish that again. The Romans are going to be driven out. Oppression is going to be driven out. And the golden age of Israel is going to finally arrive. And we're it. We're it. Not only are we it, we've got the inside track with the dude that's going to do it. So they're already arguing over who gets what. I think I ought to be Secretary of State. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to do the finances. You know. Well, I'm going to be the ambassador of war. That was Peter. <laughs> you get, Jesus, you know, I got my sword, right? You know, I got my sword. I mean, you know, I, I, think, I think I should handle that department. They're already dividing up and cr- trying to create in their minds an earthly kingdom missing what Messiah was about to do. And in that, Jesus then does this interesting thing. He begins to wash their feet. Now, for them to have come into the upper room, which is where this was happening, this is where the last, you know, to be there in the room for the Last Supper, their feet would have been washed entering the room. That would have been tradition, whether there would have been a servant there to do that. Somebody would have washed their feet as they came in for the meal. So it wasn't like they're all like really nasty feeted. Somebody already handled that. So Jesus was not concerned about how dirty their feet was. He was demonstrating something else. And for us today, when we participate in the foot washing, this is what I want us to see. Because that this to me is powerful. Because he says, Jesus says to Peter, you know, Peter first says, no, uh-uh. You're not touching my feet. That, and that, I've, I have felt that, and I've watched others feel that at foot washing. Because all of a sudden, there's something humbling in submitting your feet to someone else to wash them. And some of us, that's more than what we're able to actually do. Not criticizing, I'm just saying that's where we are. Uh uh-uh. That's where Peter was. Nope, you ain't touching my feet. But then Jesus said, Peter, if I don't, if I don't wash your feet, then you have no share with me. So what was Jesus actually saying? I think what he was saying was, Peter, Right now, I'm about to connect with you heart to heart in a way that I have not done in the three years that we've been together. What's about to happen is unlike anything else. And if you don't let me do this, you don't share with me. It wasn't that Jesus was chastising him or anything like that. He was just saying, this is the way it works, Peter. I know you don't understand but you won't share with me if I don't do this. To which then Peter responds, okay, well, not just my feet then, my hands and my head. And She's like, well, let's not get carried away. Um, you really are missing the point here of what I'm talking about. I'm not here to bathe you. You're already clean. I've already spoken the words over you that have made you clean, except for the one. And then he goes on and uh, let me see. I love this verse, verse 7. What I'm doing, you do not understand now, 
but afterwards you will understand. What was the afterwards? What, what was going to happen that created an afterwards? And this is what I think Jesus is demonstrating to these guys and demonstrates to us, and now we're invited to demonstrate it to others. Jesus said, you don't understand what I'm doing now, but you will. When Jesus washed their feet, this what, he wasn't repenting. I know sometimes I've, I've participated in, in foot washing ceremonies where it's centered around repentance. And I'm not, I'm not arguing that or saying that that doesn't have its place. Every time I've done it and it's been in that fashion, it's always been powerful. So I, I'm, not, I'm not against that. But I don't think that's what Jesus is demonstrating. He had nothing to repent to when he washed these guys' feet. So repentance wasn't, was, wasn't what was on his mind. So what was on his mind? He was taking the position of the servant. So he's humbling himself before them as they sit there. And as he washes their feet, he's now declaring who they are and what they're about to step into in their destinies and their potential. Peter, you don't understand it yet. But in three days, the revolution begins. By the end of, by six o'clock on Friday, everything has changed. And you don't understand that. And you can't understand that. But you will understand that. And so he is actually washing their feet as a servant speaking into who they're going to be, into their destiny, into their potential, into what they've been called to do. And he's releasing that into them, which in my mind is why he says to Peter, if you don't let me do this, you don't share with me. Peter, you're not going to be able to make that connection. Because from this point on, you ought to also do this to others in the same way that I've done it to you. Peter, you're going to have to understand that it's important in the kingdom to step into someone else's life and stand for them as one serving them, that they would be all that they've been called to be. Because in the kingdom, it's the servant that has the place of honor at the table. Because it doesn't function like the world. We're not created to, to take on their systems. Boys, they're all arguing about natural boundaries and political things and intrigue and all that kind of stuff. And Jesus is like, that's not what the kingdom of God looks like. It's not how it's going to be. So when we wash each other's feet, we have the opportunity to speak into each other's life, to prophesy over each other, to anoint each other, to, to make a declaration as we are doing this simple act of serving, of saying, it's my good pleasure to wash the feet of this king, of this queen, of this priest, of this son, this daughter. It's my good pleasure to do that. It's my joy to be able 
to kneel before you and wash your feet and stand with you for all that God is doing in your life. And so that's what we're going to do today. And maybe you've never heard that explanation for foot washing before. So 